America needs companies like American Financing. Um, you're smart. Uh, you know, uh, and I know what is coming our way, and we really need to make sure that we are spending money frugally and in the correct way. American Financing understands this. They want you to call them today when you got when you have ten minutes. Would you just call them today and make a um, just make a call to them and just get a mortgage review? It'll take you ten minutes to do this. There aren't any tricks, aren't any obligations. Nobody is going to try to convince you to do something that isn't in your best interest. Um, you make the decisions, and they don't get commissions on sales, so the salespeople are not motivated to you know, box you into something because they're not getting kickbacks from the banks for these different loan instruments. You're not being manipulated. You're being helped. I know it used to be the way America runs. Well, this is a uh, this is a business that started out with a family and still has the family small values, even though they can cover you coast to coast. It's American Financing. Work with them now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. The show is coming up on the national radio program next. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Believe it or not, Ed, no, it doesn't feel like it, but we've all keep our head on our shoulders. We are actually winning. There are huge, huge building blocks being moved and put into place that is blocking this uh, this whole revolution that the uh, the left is trying to pull off. America is waking up. There was a big building block that was moved into place yesterday. I'm going to get an update on that coming up in just a second. Um, But there are many things that are going on. We just have to be aware of the pitfalls and the traps in front of us. I'm going to show you the three ways I believe this... This FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, and that's exactly what it is when you come in with two dozen FBI agents and a and a U-Haul truck, and you come through the door. Uh, this was a raid, and it's going to have repercussions. And I'm going to show you the three ways that I think it works out, and you decide which one is most plausible. We'll give that to you in 60 seconds. So, everybody, I mean, did you see the story in the Washington Post? The Washington Post is now saying that because of this FBI raid, uh, the left, the right has just gone insane. They're calling for violence. Would you shut the hell up? Shut the hell up. 
you never, ever point out the calls of violence and the actual violence on the streets of America from the left and Antifa and BLM. The people burning our cities down. Shut the hell up. Are you trying to make things better or worse? Don't answer that, Washington Post. I know your answer. Things are on an edge. And if you don't think that there is a, uh, some point, a disruption in food supplies, a disruption in any kind of supply, our trucking, our trains, if you don't think that tough times are coming, you're not thinking straight. I want you to call my Patriot Supply today. Uh, I've talked about this for a long time. I think you're running out of time to really be prepared. Go to preparewithglenn.com. Just grab a four-week emergency food kit for my Patriot Supply. This is not this is not insanity. This is what our grandparents who lived through the depression called canning. Now, if you want to can, great. The season's almost up. Hurry. If you don't even know how to can, this is modern-day canning. Preparewithglenn.com. Go to preparewithglenn.com. Get your four-week supply kit right now, $50 off the regular price at preparewithglenn.com. Let me get an update before we move on from Vivek Ramaswamy. He is the guy who is the author of Nation of Victims and the co-founder and executive chairman of Strive Asset Management. This guy really understands the Great Reset. And Vivek, you gotta you gotta call um, Megan Kelly. Uh, I was on with Megan Kelly, and she just thinks the 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 theory of the Great Reset. She's like, it's not going to happen, and these guys don't have that much power. And I'm like, Megan, please read my book. Please read my book, or or talk to Vivek, please. What do you say to people at I this at the at, at this time when people just don't see it? I will. Doing what I can as well, Glenn. You've been doing great work in opening people's eyes. I mean, look, there's there's a major government assault on liberty and a threat to liberty that you were just talking about, which I agree wholeheartedly with. But part of that threat is also now coming to us via the private sector. That is what this great reset is about: is dissolving the boundaries between government and the private sector to advance a single monolithic agenda. I am focused on one prong of that in the private sector solving it through the market and it has to be a multi-pronged uh, you know ultimate attack yes. back on this single force of the great reset now the way i'm doing it as you know well is providing an alternative to that provided by blackrock or state street or vanguard who are these large financial institutions that are using the capital of everyday citizens probably most of the listeners of this program to advance one-sided progressive agendas that most of us disagree with. And so I think solving that through the market is a big way to move a piece forward on the chessboard. But I agree with you. This is a broader movement we need to build across both government and the private sector. So last night you rang the closing bell, uh, bell for the stock market and uh, you put out your index fund for the energy sector. I haven't put my money into it yet, but I am coming to the table. Stu bought, bought in yesterday. I just haven't had time. Um, I so believe in this, Vivek. I, I really think this is a major, major piece. And while no one should take investing advice from me, because I'm the worst, um, please look into this. Um, it's on the stock market now, and it's, it's, uh, it's drill, uh, dr 
Is it I L or just D R L L? D R L L. D R L L. Grill. Listed on the New York Stock Exchange yesterday. It was a great experience, Glenn. It, it, I, I gave a speech to a number of attendees who came. They told me to ring the bell. You said, you know what? I, I actually gave it to someone. I, I let the guy ring the bell next to me who was a fire department worker, an FDNY worker, military veteran, et cetera, to say that, you know what? You ring the bell. We're doing this on behalf of the everyday citizen. So what we're doing is bringing a voice to America's energy companies' boardrooms to say that, you know what? You should drill more. You should frack more. You should do whatever allows you to be most successful as an energy company in America without regard to some globally imposed environmental or social agenda on your cause. Now, and here's... that's what BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard, BlackRock in particular, has been doing. We are delivering as a shareholder, using the power of capital, a shareholder mandate to the sector to say, as the shareholders, we the people are demanding that you actually behave according to our best financial interests. And guess what? Solve America's energy independence problem in the process. So here's and the... Here's the amazing thing. So sorry to interrupt. Here's the amazing thing. Um, you know, Exxon used to be nailed because they were the, the richest company in the world. They're not. They're like, I don't know, nine or 10th or 12th, something like that now. And outside that's the top 10. Go ahead. Top 10. So outside, outside the top 10. Oh, outside. Outside the top 10. All right. Why did that happen? Because they're going this direction. At the same time, you know this to be true, just because uh, BlackRock is saying, Look, uh, you know, in order to, to have this new world order and everything else, investors are just going to have to take it on the chin for maybe 10 years. You're not going to see real growth for 10 years. No, I don't accept that. I don't accept that. And you should be finding companies that are looking to grow. Well, here's the best part. Vivek, you have told me, I hope I'm not breaking confidence here, that you have spoken to many of the people that are in these companies and run these companies and they are begging for something like what you're doing. Yes. Yes. And you know what, Glenn, I think it's, a, oh, it's important. We talk about that openly. I was at the nation, one of the nation's largest energy conferences in Denver earlier this week. I spoke to a room full of oil and gas executives and CEOs. There was a standing ovation at the end of the presentation because normally they're forced to recite the ESG slogans by their other shareholders. They don't even believe it as the CEOs. So actually, there was a reporter in the room who was puzzled. She, she put out a, some sort of tweet on commentary saying, wait a minute, why are these oil and gas CEOs who told me that they believe in ESG giving a standing ovation after Vivek Ramaswamy's presentation? The answer is they didn't mean it when they said it. They were forced to say it by BlackRock. It's like reciting a catechism to a new religion of ESG. But the good news is, Glenn, most of the people who have investment power in this country, most of the everyday citizens, most of the listeners of this program, can actually use their money to deliver that different voice to America's largest energy companies. That is why we created BRLL. I was at the New York Stock Exchange yesterday, and the good news I wanted to share with you, Glenn, is the folks at the New York Stock Exchange told me they haven't seen a passively managed ETF launch like this, a launch of this kind of an exchange-traded fund in years. It was one of the largest, if not largest, of its kind in years. What we need to do is keep that momentum going. And my goal, this is aspirational. I'm not promising we're going to get there. But my goal would be to exceed the size of BlackRock's U.S. Energy Index Fund by delivering this different mandate. Do you think right you now, can do that? Well, I certainly hope so, Glenn. I mean, look, let's just do the math. I mean, that's, it's between two, two and two and a half billion dollars right now is where BlackRock's U.S. Energy Index Fund amount that it has under management there. I mean, look, if there's a million people in this country, or two million people, each of whom invest a, 
thousand or two thousand dollars in the U.S. energy sector through DRLO. That math would be, that math would get you there. That's an aspirational goal. But if we get there, Glenn, oh. I think that that would change the tide of conversation in America's energy company oh, boardroom. Oh, it would. I don't even think you have to I don't even think you have to get there. You just have to be moving so quickly and gathering steam before the it shakes the world. And I'd like to get there, Glenn, but you're you're totally right about that. Put the energy sector in the boardrooms in a way to say that, you know what, you guys did the ESG thing for the last 10 years. But this is where the puck is going. As you can see, the flow of capital to this new shareholder mandate, this is where the puck is going. And these guys working in the U.S. energy industry, they're not the employees of Twitter, okay? Twitter employees don't want to listen to Elon Musk. The energy company executives and employees, they are waiting to listen to this voice that right. we're bringing to the table. Not just me. It's the people of this country bringing to the table that's why I'm excited about it. Okay. Um, thank you very much, Vivek. I really appreciate it. This is not taking your money and putting it into something risky. If your money is in BlackRock in energy, this is the same index, exact, same company to company. All you would be doing, if you're in Vanguard or, or BlackRock, or what's the third one? Um, Street. Yeah. Yeah. Street. Very similar to what I uh, Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's basically the same thing. Just transfer that or put a thousand dollars if you have it put you know ten dollars in it if you have it but just become a part of this movement this is the way to stop it money doesn't talk it screams go to strive.com strive.com to find out more vivek thank you just keep me up to speed will you keep you updated absolutely. all right thank you back in just a minute i Got to tell you the three things that I think are going to happen uh, coming this fall based on what just happened at uh, uh, at Mar-a-Lago. First, may I talk to you a little bit about LifeLock? Uh, LifeLock, there are people out there whose sole mission in life is to separate you from your money. In fact, the IRS just added 87,000 more of them. On a less scary note, there are cyber criminals, you know, basically Russians that are out there trying to do exactly the same thing. At least they don't have a gun to your head uh, like the IRS does. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect your life. We do everything online and you don't want to cut that Internet safety out of your budget. So get 25% off your subscription with LifeLock today. They are top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures, which will keep you safe. Nobody can catch everything. I want you to know that. And that's why they also have uh, access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com, promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Last night... Um, I was trying to war game what might happen, um, and, I, and I want you to know, I, I will tell you when, in these days, I will tell you when I feel this is uh, something that I'm prompted to tell you and then something that I'm doing with my head. Because every time I'm wrong, 
it has been me. Every time I've ever been right, it has because I felt prompted. Uh, so this is something with my head. So take it for what it's worth. Um, but as I look at this, there are um, really <laughs> three ways that this is going to happen with Donald Trump. One, Trump, I think, should come out right now before the election and declare his candidacy and then talk about what he's going to do. He's going to shut down the Department of Ed. He is going to restore all of those military men and women that were were canceled because and lost their job because of the vaccine issue an apology and put them back in with pay. That'll be one of his agenda items that he is going to clean house at the uh, NIH. He's going to clean house at the uh, DOJ, FBI. He's going to restore law and order and he'll do it constitutionally. But I won't be able to do it without my team around me. And I can't do it with the Mitch McConnell's of the world. I need fighters in there with me. And then he goes campaigning right now for the Congress and the Senate. And he dumps all of everything he's got into that. But he's already on the campaign trail. The second thing that could happen is now, by the way, he doesn't have to do it on the. That's my recommendation. But he could just announce because he's now got a movement He's a symbol of something now. He's not just a candidate. He's a symbol. And this is not a campaign. It's a movement. The second thing that could happen from this, somehow or another, the Democrats find some way to charge him and stop him from running for president. Now, that happens. He legally cannot become president. There's two ways Donald Trump could react. One, he goes quiet and helps behind the scenes, but campaigns, throws his weight behind somebody like Ron DeSantis. Okay, he could do that. Or he does not go quiet. He not only directs his aim towards the corrupt state and the Democrats, but also against those in the GOP that did not stand against the corruption. And he goes a third way. You'll have to decide which one he's most likely to do. But none of them work out well for the Democrats. None of them work out well for the Democrats. And one of them creates chaos. Now, this is what I think happens. This is all good news for Donald Trump, I think. Um. And I think it's good for the country if he has the people around him that will actually act. They have the power of the purse. He just needs Congress to have control and enough of them and the leadership understanding and being on the same page with him. You're not hiring those 87,000 IRS agents because we have the power of the purse as Congress, not the Congress and Senate, just Congress. And we're shutting your funds off. We're shutting your funds off at the Department of Education. We're shutting your funds strategically off um, at the ATF and at the DOJ. We're not we're not reimagining the police. We're demanding that it goes back to constitutional principles, period. 
that's what he could do. But after the November election, there are also two ways this happens. Is there anybody that believes that the the Republicans don't hold Congress? Is there anybody that actually believes that every single Republican out there knows exactly what time it is and will be at those polls voting? Does there anybody believe that the the middle of this country, the Republicans now outnumber the Democrats, independents, the Democrats are not excited about this election. There's only what, maybe 15, 20 percent that are actually radicals. Do you really think that the Republicans are going to lose? Not not the Senate. They may lose that or may not hold that or or, uh, gain it. But I can't see them not gaining the uh, Congress. If there's anything hinky with it, you're going to have people on the right saying, I don't believe it. And probably for good reason. Maybe not. Don't know. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope it's clear one way or the other. But I will tell you this. If the Democrats lose Congress and the Senate, the uh, gloves will come off with Antifa. You will start seeing the riots in the streets. You will start seeing. You have to brace yourself for not only that, but you also have to screw your courage to the sticking place and actually be ready to say, yeah, we'll shut the whole damn government down until you clean it up. Yeah. Having a no government for even two months, having you guys not being able to do anything except the basics is better than having a government that is subverting the Constitution and the laws of this nation. The, Dem- the Republicans have better They've better got their crap together and they better to be ready to move quickly, not just in hearings, which have to happen, but in different ways, power of the purse to actually make progress. They can pass all they want in both the House and the Senate, but the but the president will veto it. Fine. They probably won't have enough votes to override his veto. Fine. But there are things you can do that make a difference. And Mitch McConnell's approach of, well, we're just going to say we're better. That's not going to fly. Saying that you're going to have hearings. We've had hearings. We know you have to have hearings, but that better damn well not be the last thing. I'd like to see anybody who lied to Congress and you can prove it in a hearing. I'd like to see them go to jail. The Glenn Beck Program. Because I know that I know for sure if I lied to Congress, I'd be in jail. It's easy to ignore some things in life when you shouldn't. Checking the car engine light. When that comes on, do you ignore it? Especially if the car's out of warranty. Just find one of those little smiley face stickers and slap it on there. Maybe you could put a little uh, uh, Biden. I did this right in front of it. It'll make it fun. Won't be easy to fix, however. On the other hand, if you don't want to end up sitting at the mechanic shop, you know, openly weeping in front of uh, strangers when you find out how much your car repair is going to cost you, get protected. Thankfully, CarShield offers protection plans for about 100 bucks a month. 
You can do all of the choosing yourself. What mechanic gets to do the work? Car Shield administrators handle everything else. You can also count on Car Shield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of road. Lock in your price today and it will never go up. Lock in your price today. CarShield.com slash Beck. That's CarShield.com slash Beck or call 800-391-8888. Save 10% now. Promo code Beck. CarShield.com slash Beck. Get on board with Blaze TV at BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, coming up in about a half an hour, we have uh, David Nagel. He is the owner of Black Metal Firearms. He is a gun shop owner who is calling for an investigation into ATF after privacy violations from the agencies. It's a pretty amazing story. Um, this is yet another example of our government completely out of control, doing things they know is illegal, but they're above it. They don't care. They know there won't be any consequence. Um, And that's what I think uh, this FBI raid has really done for Donald Trump. He has made him a symbol of uh, breaking this deep state that just doesn't care. Uh, And they don't care who the president is. I mean, I, I don't know if you saw the story that came out today about General Milley and what he was doing at the Pentagon and how... He was working, actively working to thwart the president. He wrote a resignation letter at one point Mm -hmm. because he thought Donald Trump was so dangerous and he wrote it, but he didn't deliver it, deciding instead to, in his description, work against Trump and stop him from doing all these terrible things. Which is unconstitutional. That is, I mean, that's that's close. The next step is a coup. You don't do that. You come out, you resign, you tell the American people what's going on and you don't wait for the book. You come out and you tell and you let the people decide you don't take it upon yourself to do that. Um, And that's exactly what has happened. By the way, we also know that the FBI had yet another informant inside the Trump Mar-a-Lago organization. Can you imagine? I mean, Stu, you know, my sweet wife, Tanya, Mm -hmm. has... Did you ever know a more open, giving, kind person than Tanya? Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I've always questioned why she married you. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's why I married her. She was so kind and so open and just, she just, she was the definition of love uh, and never asking for anything back. And Mm -hmm. she's not that woman anymore because we have. You've ruined her. You finally, after all these years, have ruined her. Mm-hmm. That's that is that it's was actually part of the prediction. what I it's actually how I feel. <laughs> so Aww. thank you for that. Um, that's, I don't know that that's true, but I, uh, it, it's nice that you feel terrible about something. <laughs> uh, I feel that way because uh, we've been stabbed in the back by so many people. So many friends have stabbed us in the back. So many things have happened to us because of my job. And uh, I can't imagine being Donald and Melania Trump. Uh, yet another person was working for the FBI in that was around you all the time. I mean, how many times can these people be betrayed? Uh, I mean, he's his background, I think, 
shields him a little bit more than the average person, given that he's coming from the New York real estate world. And he's dealt with a lot of shady characters over the years that he's excommunicated from his orbit uh, over the over the time. You know, you're working in that business. You're going to run into a lot of unsavory characters. Um, this is different. These yeah. are people who are these are people. And this happens to everybody, but not to this degree, not to this degree. He's been stabbed in the yeah. back by every single person. And uh, most of them. Yeah. I mean, not family members, not family members, although Mary Trump would be a family member yeah. on the fringes. But yeah. yes, I mean, generally speaking, his close family has stayed with him. Right. There's been a few people who uh, who have been in that tight orbit the entire time. And look, there are differences in sc- scope and scale here. I mean, you know, people disagreeing with him is not stabbing him in the back. No, <laughs> but there no. are. But I would know, imagine you feel that way. I, you, uh, you probably know. that does hit you at times, yeah. uh, but I think there's more than that. There's people who are who go through the entire administration working with him closely, acting like they love, agree, support and loyal to him. And then the second they can get out and cash in, yeah. they're writing books. And that's got to be. Yeah. Really- What's crazy is um, he's the kind of guy who likes controversy. He likes the other opinion. You know what I mean? He wants you to uh, present the other opinion. He just wants you to know that when he decides, that's it. That's it. And I know because I've had an argument with him over trade. Uh, and when you're with him and he says, okay, so what are you what are you thinking? And you argue back and forth with him and you walk away respecting that that's the job. You can disagree, but you don't work against it. Once the decision is made. The decision is made, and it's not your job to change it or to thwart it. And that's not a Donald Trump thing. That's a structure that's, of the U.S. government. It's thing. a structure of everything. Uh, of every relationship you yes. have. Yes. When you have someone, when the boss is, he's when got the, a, when, when your wife, when your husband, mm-hmm. you discuss it, you argue back and forth, you make the decision, and you live with it. The other spouse that may disagree, you got to say it then. And if you say, mm-hmm. okay, we agree, then you don't go sabotaging it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, but, you know, what do I know? Um, when you look at the, the three things that I just said, w- you know, would come out of this. What are your thoughts well, about? Give, give, can you re- recap them real quick for yeah, the audience? Uh, let me look here. So if I, if I would to recap, I just want to make sure I get them right. The first one was Trump comes out. And announces Mm -hmm. either I think he should do it now uh, and then start campaigning for the people. I mean, really hard campaigning on a we're going to throw these bums out constitutionally, but I need the supporters in Congress and in the Senate. So he announces either before or after the election and uh, he becomes a movement to clean house. The second thing is, is that the Dems charge him, find some way to stop him from running for president. And then his choice is go quiet and help behind the scenes or, you know, go give speeches, but throw your weight behind somebody like Ron DeSantis. Or he doesn't go away quietly. He says this is bullcrap. And uh, he takes and directs his aim not only at the Democrats, but all of the dirty institutions and those in the GOP that didn't stand against the corruption. And he goes a third way. And the third way, can you define that one a little bit more? Like, you think that's a third party? Is Could that a, be a third party. Yeah. Independent. Third party. Okay. Maybe. These okay. is like, no, not going there. Not doing it. You know, I think one and two work really well together because if he is to be an existing candidate for the president of the United States, all of these things 
are much more difficult for them to go through with when it comes to charging them and accusing him and raiding homes and all of these things are seen under a different light if he's an active presidential candidate. candidate. And I think that's why I think I I think this event, whatever little piece of Donald Trump that was thinking maybe I shouldn't run if there was one left, that's gone. It's gone because of this. So he's going to I, I you know, I think this all but guarantees his run. And I think the argument against him announcing early, when everyone kind of knows he's going to run anyway, is number one, Donald Trump becomes the main topic of discussion again. And there are enough people who just don't like Donald Trump. You can say you don't agree with them, but like these aren't people who are following every twist and turn of the news a lot of times. They're people that are watching reality shows right. and and just aren't in there and they don't like him for whatever reason. You can say it's stupid, but the bottom line is going into a midterm election, do you want to make the election about Donald Trump? And I think a lot of his advisors, a lot of certainly people in the Republican Party are saying Please don't do that. Announce yeah, so, the day after the I, election. I mean, look, you're not going to stop Donald Trump from running. You're just not. No, this guaranteed it. You're not going to stop him from running. But the timing I'm talking about. If yeah. You, no, for, of course, people don't typically announce before the midterms. Now, the one of the reasons why, and this has been in widespread reporting from people close to Trump, at least, that he has not announced yet, even though he's, you know, uh, yes. toyed with the idea is because there is a perception that it would make him look weak. And the reason for that is it would be seen as a move to uh, to move against DeSantis before he can announce and mm-hmm. to clear the field, right? So he feels threatened by other candidates, so no. he's announcing beforehand uh, to he get ahead of DeSantis. No, I, I'm anybody. just saying that this yeah, is the I know, I know, I know. This is the this is why they're advising him not right. to because it will it will be seen that way. You're you know DeSantis really can't announce because he hasn't even won the governor race yet. He's doing mm-hmm. that right now. So if you do this, it's going to look like you're scared of DeSantis. Don't do it. That's that's what they're pleading with him behind the scenes. This event totally changes that calculus though changes everything right like with this going on he has a total justification to announce it would it would shield him i think from from people being as active against him because when you're saying it's one thing to say you're raiding the house of a former president of the united states it's another thing to say you're literally raiding the home of your current opponent I mean, that is a it's a whole nother piece of this. But I think the perception uh, on at least the right of that is already there. The right is there. Yeah, I'm not. But the right is the right. You know, he's he's, I know. I know. You know, there's a poll out today that shows in the midterms. uh, I think it's something like 59 percent of of Democrats say this is going to motivate them to, to vote even more in the midterm election. But that number with Republicans is 83%. Mm-hmm. 83%. This is causing... Because a, a, you have people who have always believed that Donald Trump was persecuted and all this stuff was going on. But you also have another group of people who are saying, you know, they're kind of in the middle and they say, well, look, I see that they're always coming after Trump, but also Trump does some stuff that I don't like, or maybe he causes some of his own problems. Those people even there are saying, okay, this is crazy. This is insane. They, they, right. They're obsessed with this guy. They're going to his house. They're going through his wife's closet. His, her underwear drawer. So bad. It's so bad that I think it's it's really galvanizing the right. It's going to help Trump tremendously, tremendously in the primary, and it and it right. helps shield him from whatever consequences might come. From and this. I I I will tell you that uh, 
the ones that I am, the ones that I, I wonder how they're not waking up are not the people on the left. It's the Democrats are the, I'm sorry, the Republicans. It's the Mitch McConnell's. Those, yeah, those how people. Do read that? How do I read how that? How do you read Mitch? Because I mean, I, we can come up with this sort of like Mitch McConnell's evil thing, which, you know, I mean. No, Mitch McConnell is the reason he's the one that Merrick, uh, that held Merrick Garland. <laughs> right. make, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Merrick Garland is not like Mitch McConnell. Yeah, no. But Mitch but McConnell is sitting here and what Mitch we're talking McConnell about is him does, not making real comment about this at all. His Mitch McConnell uh, doesn't want to get involved because he doesn't want Donald Trump. He doesn't want Donald Trump. He doesn't want Donald Trump supporters in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he wants to play ball the way he used to play ball in 1973. And the world has changed, Mitch. And if the Republicans don't stand up and see, here's the reason why they don't stand up to him. He controls a huge Senate pack. Okay. So he's got all of this money, 350. Fifty million dollars, I think, in this pack is what he's trying to have before the uh, before the uh, midterms. And he's the one who doles it out. So no one in the Senate can actually say anything about him because he has and will use that pack against you. He'll work for your opponent uh, if you stand against him. That's got to stop. That's got to stop. And so. McConnell isn't saying anything because he doesn't want this the midterms to be about Trump. No, he doesn't no, no, want no. Trump he doesn't want to he doesn't, be in office. Correct. He wants nothing to do with Trump. He'd be happy if Trump just disappeared yep. or was vaporized. Um, and then on the other side, you're saying people aren't criticizing McConnell because of this super PAC money. In the, the Senate. No one can mount a campaign against him in the Senate because he will crush you and you won't be in the Senate anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's got blackmail money, really, and he'll just crush anybody who stands against him. That has to stop. It just seems, though, this is it's an easy thing. It's an easy thing to say. Like, I can understand you're not going to sound like Donald Trump Jr. if you're Mitch McConnell, right? Like, there's going to be a different approach. But the the approach is the one DeSantis seemed to, to have taken, which is like, this is way over the line. And right. I think, you know, won't. you also fall he back won't. to this point of like, you can even say if you're Mitch McConnell, look, they better have the goods here. If they've got something incredible against Donald Trump, well, but he hasn't, has he? He hasn't even said that. Nope. He said nothing. Right. It would he, be easy to say that. He likes the game the way it's being played. Mm. And Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell. Now McCarthy has spoken out against this. He has, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that he's got the spine to really lead you know, the the grand reforms that have to happen. Mm. You have to have nerves of steel. Mitch McConnell thinks that even though they won the House and the Senate last time, it was be- in spite of the shutdown. Okay? We won in spite of that. No. You might have won both the House and the Senate with Donald Trump because they thought you guys would do something. They thought you were starting to get some courage and you would do it. And they didn't. And that's because of Mitch McConnell. All right, back in just a second. 
Um, no matter what it is you're trying to do, if you need help, you want that help to come from experts. And I mean real experts, not the Dr. Fauci kind of experts. You want people with a well-established reputation, people who have been around the block a time or two, and people who won't lie to you or tell you they're listening when they really don't. You need somebody to steer in the right direction and help you accomplish the things you want. For over two decades now, American Financing has been helping people like you get to where they need to be and want to be. And they could help you and your family as well. So give American Financing call a day, uh, today. You'd be surprised at what options you don't even know you have. From mortgage refinances to other forms of debt consolidation, even accessing the high quality uh, equity that you have in your home right now. You can use that to pay off high interest debts. American Financing. Save $100,000 a month. What it, find out what they can do for you today, right now. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Hey, by the way, do you think Ron DeSantis has anything to say? I mean, I, he might just have something. Yeah. Ron DeSantis versus everyone. It's podcast episode <laughs> 150. It is uh, available today for Blaze TV subscribers. Join us. Use the promo code. Is it Glenn? And save on your um, on your subscription. Or you can wait and get it wherever you get your podcast on Saturday. But it is a barn burner. Ron DeSantis versus everyone. The podcast episode available for Blaze TV subscribers today and everywhere on Saturday.